I picked up Ghost of Tsushima again. Finally. Oh, again. Well, yeah, like I, I played the game. I played. I'd be like the the whole first like island. Yeah. Area, right. So I'm on the second part. Um, last time I played. Uh, yeah, I think there's like forgot- three islands total or something like that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, which yeah, I mean the game is kind of huge, and I also forgot just how beautiful and so well optimized that game is like it's impressive like it runs there's there's obvious i would say certain things load a little slow on my ps4 mm-hmm. but that's that's like oh if i'm going to look at or if i want to buy like a weapon upgrade or some sort of appearance it might take a little while to load but that's like literally the only thing yeah, I, and I even had some of that. You have a base PS4, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I played on a Pro, and I had some of that where you know it would take a little bit. Um, but all in all, that, that game is optimized very well. Um, and then almost- when I, I played the um, DLC on PS5, and that was just a ridiculous. Okay, first of all, there's DLC? Yeah, yeah, you haven't played the DLC? No, I don't. I don't think I have. Oh my gosh! You leave. So it, yeah, it's, it takes place after all that stuff. But you basically leave and like get shipwrecked on a, a kind of a pirate island. Really? Yeah, yeah. So it's very, um, it's very like sea town ish. It's 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 more of like a an islander. Space. Well, that's cool. Right? Yeah, yeah. And it's got a pretty pretty neat story. And there's a lot of like. I don't want to say supernatural, but closer to the supernatural than the original game was doing, which was, you know, they they were they were going for a very, I want to say like down to earth. Um, it's definitely like an epic, but it was more based in reality. I, I would yeah. say there's some and, things that like obviously stretch that right, but yeah, ooh. I mean that's I think, that's pretty cool, right? There was certain certain instances in that game where you know i kind of i i wanted them to strip maybe stretch the what's the word i'm looking for stretch stretch the boundaries the, of reality yeah the realism a little bit right yeah you know? uh like it you know and there's a couple instances in the game where it's like you get you know tales of like a ghost or something like a spirit a vengeful spirit or something like that which you know it never is or um it's always yeah. undercut by something it's like oh yeah someone was just being a dick right <laughs> like, uh, you know, which i kind of like that it's almost uh it's got that like red dead redemption thing to it oh yeah uh but you know maybe on occasion or once if it was just like an actual spirit or leave it like kind of up to like well, we don't really know what that is or was yeah a little bit yeah like, because like games you gotta that. think that you have to think that people in the feudal Japan area, like they believe those things and they probably saw things that made them believe it, but it's always like Jin is, is being like, Oh, well, this is clearly just someone was drinking too much, you know, sake and (laughs) decided to start, you know, haunting people in the woods. It's like, well, why couldn't he believe that a little bit? Yeah. Or or even like, let's put some Anamusha into this. Yeah, weird. That's like, you know, yeah, just 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 a little bit, a little yeah. bit of weird, peppered with weird. Did you play the legends mode? 
No, because uh, I was just like, what the hell even is it? It's like a co-op it's thing. So, right? Oh, man. I got hooked on that. Uh, me, Julian, Ethan, and Justin were all playing it um, for a while. We would just hop on and, and you basically uh, just... I'll just go F myself. That's fine. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, right. You you definitely would have... I'll, I'll happily play that again. But you're essentially... It, it's almost like they split Jin into four different classes... So not everybody has everything. So you kind of have like a healer, uh, an archer, you know, someone that's a tank is more of like the standard samurai. Um, right. Because like Jin, Jin is kind of a, a jack of all trades. Like a, yeah, he kind of just has every skill in that game and he can do everything. Yeah. Um, this Legends mode, it's like you really do take on the hefty samurai, the nimble archer, the... You know the swordsman that heals and stuff, and well, that's cool. More of the ninja um, yeah. side of things, and you're basically just plop down on a map, and you're. It's almost like a horde mode. It's like you're doing objectives on the map, to and you level up and you get new gear and you unlock new stuff, and so you're like leveling up um, each of those classes. I loved it. It was way better than it had any right to be. Um, well, that's always the best sort of, mm-hmm. and it was uh, free. They just threw it in there. Co-op experience, I guess. Yeah. But anyway, we are here to jump back into our best of the '90s bracket. Welcome back, dear listeners. We are excited to possibly wrap this up. I don't know. We don't have too much left, um, or at least I think like round four and five will go pretty fast. We're getting there. We're, We're making getting there. it. We're getting there. If you haven't listened before, welcome to the Nerding Grounds podcast. Uh, this is a weekly show where we discuss new and old games. And recently we've been hitting a bunch of 90s video games from various different systems against each other. Uh, and there will be one winner. There's been a lot of upsets, surprises, bets lost. But here we are. Also, if you are listening for the first time, please go back and start it at least best of the 90s episode one because this won't make any sense all right so where we were last week metal gear solid had one out against zelda a link to the past which leaves us to continue on to dr mario versus golden eye 007 dr mario versus golden eye 007 i think dr mario is still a pretty fun little puzzle game sort of Tetris or Puyo Puyo clone, but um, I, I'm pretty confident I'm sticking with Goldeneye in this one. I don't know about you. Yeah, that's that's an easy one. I don't even know what most, you know, could be said here, right? It's it's definitely Dr. Mario. Am I right? Hello? Yes. <laughs> no, I, Goldeneye, <laughs> you know. I, I, I Well, I discussed, like, Dr. Mario. It's never really something... That I've played too much. Um, and then GoldenEye is easily one of the most iconic games of all time. So, GoldenEye. I think on soundtrack alone, that game wins. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and we've talked about it at length. I'm really hoping for that remake soon. Is that ever coming out? I don't know. I, I, I've heard that it might. Um, <laughs> but no one's ever giving anything... 
Yeah, I, I feel like something was vaguely said at some point in time, and you just made me remember that's even a thing. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I think there's still I think there's a remake in the works, but there's also that Agent 64 game that I played the demo for, I think last month or whenever they were doing that that whole um de- summer demos fest. And that is basically as much of a spiritual successor as you can create. It was just, it's a, it, it's actually just a, a ripoff, <laughs> which for yeah, a game yeah. like GoldenEye, that's exactly what you want. Right. I the mean, control yeah. scheme's a little updated, you know, but yeah. it still feels exactly the same. Well, if it isn't exactly the same, then you, you might have, I don't know, uh, probably a mediocre shooter on your hands right yeah exactly it's got to have the tone it you know and i mean yeah. even from the music um you know that's still you know everything was just kind of it hit that vibe it was yeah. it was golden eye essentially yes so we have that it's kind of the same thing as when we were talking about jet set radio <clears throat> how if they screw that up we still have that that clone coming out or that spiritual successor coming out. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for that to be honest. It's kind uh, of well, we already talked about that, right? Yeah. That was in a few episodes ago that we were talking about that. It's all one big blur now. I know that we yeah, have a podcast. We just have a podcast. It, it's got, it's got a catalog of episodes, right? That's we're great. Doing, it is great. Seriously. Thanks everybody for listening. Can't yeah, really can't tell you me. how much we appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, moving on. 007 it is. Get that Dr. Mario out of my face. Yeah. Seriously, like where did he go to medical school? I I where? somewhere in America because he's just throwing pills at people. Probably not for free. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 007 advances, and we're moving on. Uh, to the next round, which is Super Mario RPG versus Tekken 2. I mean, again, this is like almost kind of easy. Uh, Tekken 2, you know, one of the reason why it passed on, I think, is just because, you know, it was one of those games that, um, another one of those games that seemingly everybody that had a PlayStation 1 had Tekken 2. And yeah. it is pretty like, it was pretty big for the time. But I don't think it's like that good of a fighting game. Um, I mean, maybe it's a product of the times, but I don't know. Uh, maybe yeah. it it, it kind of is what started a lot of the love of Tekken, and it's why people still play Tekken. But it's it's no Tekken tag, right? I don't really feel myself going back to play Tekken. Meanwhile, Super Mario RPG is something I I. Like I have on my list and have played recently and and still want to get through. Right. Well, and even the like, if you're going to go play Tekken, you're not going to go play Tekken 2, right? No, there's so much else. You're going to go play like 7. It's it's evolved over time. And that's the important part of it. I think it made sense for it to to go past Harvest Moon just for how important that was. And like there are better Harvest Moons. And Super Mario RPG is just, I don't know that it's been beat in that category um you know we talked last time about how the paper mario series kind of continued it but didn't quite capture the same magic and i i do want to kind of walk back a little bit we forgot to mention the the um 
the Game Boy, the Game Boy Advance and and DS Mario and Luigi games, because those I think may be more of a spiritual successor to Mar- Super Mario RPG than the Paper Mario ones are. I kind of forgot those were a thing. I, I know. <laughs> vaguely remember like really liking the first one. Yeah. So I think you're right. Um, they, they, you, yeah, they, right. They probably are like the spiritual successor. At least they were trying to uh, capture the same sort of magic that um, I mean, both Paper Mario had, right? But also Super Mario RPG with the more traditional art styles and stuff like that. Yeah, I think Paper Mario was more style over substance in that case. Right. While, it was fun, yeah. but yeah, I mean, there wasn't much to it, you know? Yeah, it's a little more straightforward. While those those handheld ones, I think those are just actual RPGs, just yeah. like Super Mario RPG was. Um, so yeah, we probably should have mentioned those instead, but... I mean, again, I can't, I can't keep up with everything. <laughs> I, I, you're so right, like, I forgot games. they existed. For a second there, I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> me too. Super Mario RPG. Definitely. For me. For sure. For me too. I think we have the same from Blaine. Yeah. So, And Blaine also voted for Goldeneye in the last round. Yeah, well, I kind of figured. You know what I just realized that we totally forgot to put on this list? Which would have been great first rounder? Madden. No. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but... Quest 64. Quest 64. I know. Um, How did we forget Quest 64? That 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 would have been great next to like Goyerman or something or Bomberman, right? Talk about another game where I had no clue what was going on, but I no, still enjoyed firing it up and playing it. That was the thing about the 64. There were so many games that just just happened and told you nothing there was no tutorial there was no help or breadcrumb trail that you could follow they were just like here is this game on this controller that feels like a torture device <laughs> like figure it out figure it the d-pad out. no you won't need that hey and if you can't you can you know probably hit your younger brother if you have one with it oh my god do you remember the first time you picked up an n64 controller like, did we even think twice about it? Why there no. were three handles? No, in fact, it felt perfectly normal and really cool when I was younger. Have you picked one up lately and realized that your fingers are touching? That's not supposed to happen on a controller. Was it? Was it just meant for kids? I don't. I don't know. I just don't think they knew what they were doing with 3D games yet, and so they're like, "Well, we need to have so." Your controller is going to be a D-pad on the left and your buttons on the right with a handle on each side. But now we have this joystick for this octagonal gate for, you know, the 3D space. They they just overthought it instead of being like, all right, the joystick needs to take priority over the D-pad or at least be in a space where it can be used. But I don't know, maybe they thought that if they put it in the middle, nobody could reach it, which... You know, the modern controller design obviously shows that it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Who who really knows what they were thinking? That thing was insane. Well, and every time the controller gets brought up, there was some weird, like... Oh, I'm never going to remember the name of this game, but some weird, like, racing game. Kind of like F-Zero, but definitely not F-Zero. Uh, 
but you were extreme G no, not extreme G, but it was like, you were literally, uh, I I think you were in like, it's like hover cars. Right. But, but Um, one of the unlockables was the Nintendo 64 controller has a, you know, (laughs) drive vehicle, drive full vehicle. What? Oh my God! Yeah. Why don't I know about this? Was it Wipeout? No. Well, maybe. Hold on. Oh my God! I think it was Wipeout, futuristic racing game. Um. Yeah, and you're like hover vehicles, kind of like an F Zero, but yeah, because Wipeout's been done recently. Right. It might. It might have been Wipeout that was playing. I. It's like I don't remember too well, but. There was a thing. I used to love that game, though, right? Like, I'm surprised. I don't know. I'm surprised you didn't know about it, because I I played it, like, a lot. Um, Anyway, Super Mario RPG advances after that tangent. Uh, And now we are on to the next match, which is... Oh, man. I am so happy that I get to watch you squirm during this matchup. Yeah, I was kind of like looking at it and trying to think about it, and then I was like, "Well, you know what? Let me let me think about Wipeout instead, uh, so I don't really have to think about this." So we have uh, <laughs> Chrono Trigger versus Mega Man X Four. Ah, uh, two games that Matt pushed forward while crushing Banjo Kazooie and Super Mario sixty four, and essentially spitting in my face. So, yeah, well, I mean, you know, I'll let you start. He, he... You attacked first, all right. You let's drew first. Forget, blood. Let's not, let's not forget StarCraft, all right. And fuck StarCraft and Soul Caliber. Screw you. Soul Caliber's all right. <laughs> all right. So what are you gonna do? <laughs> like one of the biggest, I guess, almost cult classic sort of RPGs ever, right? Uh, maybe not even a cult classic. It's a pretty big name. Maybe not as big as like a you know mainstay Final Fantasy title, but basically right up there, right? It's it's it will forever have its diehard audience, and right, you know, and kind of for good reason. I mean, I was actually playing it again recently because of this list. Mm-hmm. Um, and. It's the it's like it's a good RPG, and then it brought in uh, again the whole uh, something that should probably have been done in in just about every RPG to date. The like the combo attacks with your different party members. Again, why is that not like a thing in more RPGs? It just that makes perfect sense to me. I mean, there are certain things, obviously. A lot of Final Fantasy 15 comes to mind there, but we're talking, you know, 20 years down the line. Yeah, uh, and and I do like how this one has all of those features without being directly tied to the Final Fantasy universe. Like it oh, it yeah. exists in its own silo, so to speak. Right. So yeah, and then there's Mega Man X4, which I don't know why Mega Mans are just they're either I would assume you either really like them or Maybe you kind of hate them, um, but they're just always been super fun to me. They maybe even take me like a little bit to get into it. But like once you get into a Mega Man game, like you're hooked at least for a week of like just nonstop playing. 
I think there's a difficulty curve that makes it less approachable. And then, you know, you have the whole meta part of it, which requires that you, well, recommends that you take on the bosses in a specific order, which it takes a quick Google search to find out. But I don't know, just not being able to pick it up and blast through the levels and fight. Some people, I guess, would see that as, you know, an antithesis to something like a Mario or a Sonic, where you're going through the levels in the way they're intended to, to be. And other people see it as like a, I don't know, a way to either play the game in an optimized way or play it in a really weird way that challenges you and, in, in, you know, maybe the second or third time through. Yeah. No, and the, there is, I've, I've always found it. Uh, though, to be honest, there's, there is like a recommended, um, sort of path maybe and a, a alleged easiest boss to fight first. And then, yeah, I mean, of course you want to take that and use, you know, you get its power and then you use its power. Uh, you find whatever boss is weak to that power and use that. Um, but the, the first boss is generally open. Right. I mean, you can go to a guy and it'll tell you, but that that boss might, you know, kick your butt like 50 bajillion yeah. times. And then you go in to another level and you beat that boss first, which is always yeah. super cool to me. And the like, beginning, the beginning of every Mega Man or just the concept of Mega Man is a little misleading because you start and you're like, wow, I have a health bar. I don't have two three hits until i'm down or i don't have you know i don't lose my coins and then i have another hit it's like no i have a health bar and i can pick up more health as i go um and that's a little misleading but and then you realize that the difficulty comes from just like the massive amount of enemies and projectiles that are being thrown at you the platforming yeah. yeah and the platforming is only as hard as to me as the enemies around the platforming are they're typically placed to either make you hesitate on a jump yeah. or, uh, but you know, thank God. Maybe, maybe this is why I really like it. Thank God for wall jumping, especially in like, you know, later editions of the game, especially in yeah. Mega Man X4, where you can do all kinds of stuff, right? On X4, um, you got the dash, or yeah. in the X, I mean, X a lot of in general, in you have series, the dash, yeah, yeah. uh, but. Yeah, so I guess from 10 on, maybe in earlier ones, I don't really remember, right? You can just dash and wall jump yourself back to not dying instantly. Yeah, um, and I mean, you have, and we haven't even talked about the fact that this was, I mean, just a huge step up in the animation. You know, once it launched in the PlayStation, all of a sudden there was all this animation and and then now no. that I'm really like thinking about it, especially I mean, I guess it's because it kind of evolved into this, but even the originals with the way how um <clears throat> there's a lot of like secrets to levels, right? And there's collectibles, upgrades, more health tanks, right? There's even the X suit, you know, yeah. that comes with like a whole new set of power and like a giant beam blast, basically. Uh and you get that through like reiterating through different levels and finding these things in like a Metroidvania esque way. Yeah, and that's cool, and that definitely appeals it to is my really cool on a side a little bit more. Yeah, on a 
but I, you know, it's packaged in a like a side-scrolling adventure instead of well, I mean, they're all side-scrolling, but not a you're you don't backtrack right without yeah literally just selecting the level and going back through it again. I wonder what it would have looked like if it was more straight like Metroid, right? Where you just go back to area of a map. I'm surprised it hasn't been done. Yeah, me too. Uh, I, you know, I don't know if I would like that or not, because then it might just be like Metroid instead of a different experience. Uh, I mean, there's so much. Me- I mean, again, make a, you know, they kind of screwed up that last Mega Man spiritual successor, but make a, another one. And yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that game, the history of that game launching is a travesty in its own. But uh, there's, yeah, I mean, there's, a, there's, there's, the mighty there's a lot of nine. nuances. Well, the mighty number nine. Well, and then there was Mega Man 11. But yeah. Uh, Which that kind I, of I washed the taste out. Kind of plagued by both the same sort of issues there. It's like, it's it's, it's level design, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, probably just, and with that comes like, at least in 11, it's difficulty. The levels are like so ridiculously long and you, you fucking hated that game. Barely make it to the mini boss and then when you finally get it you know you die to a mini boss you have to start all over again it's like oh all right it it, yeah that game absolutely broke me and i was just like no i didn't even beat the first boss and i was just like i'm done i'm i'm selling this (laughs) needless to say Mega Man x4 uh i i think or in my opinion kind of perfected whatever that Mega Man formula is and patched it in you know, with things like Zero, right? And the X suit yeah. just got even cooler and more sort of collectibles and upgrades and really cool powers, actually, too. Oh, uh, why, why Mega Man like X5 or 6? Or I think there's even a 7 and 8. But, you know, yeah, they, you know, weren't as appealing to me after Mega Man X4. They're I think those are on PlayStation 2, while these three, like the x5 uh four five six was on playstation one it was definitely kind of like end of an era almost and i think maybe well they were hanging on like well into the 3d right no they you know they were it just wasn't for me i think past that yeah yeah Yeah, um um so what's it gonna be (laughs) do you know I feel like it's just it's 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 gonna be like a very somber chrono trigger right like I, you, yeah. I think maybe I almost won Mega Man X4 here because it did mean a lot to me growing up. But I think Chrono Trigger is just too good to pass up here. I agree. Or and maybe so I blame. don't want to be, you know, crucified by angry nerds on the internet. Hey, this is our list. We can do whatever the hell we want. And we have. <laughs> we sure have. We killed Super Mario 64 in the first round. Yeah, I know. If well, we were going to be you crucified, it would have already happened. Right? Yes, I did. I did it. There you go. It was me. Um, so are we thinking Chrono Trigger? Yes. Okay. I think so. Bye, Blaine agrees. He, he texted me last time or this week and was like, you're right. I never played Super Metroid. <laughs> <laughs> we got. We yeah. knew it. Yeah, we knew. All right, sorry, Mega Man X Four. You were you were quite the contender. 
Um, okay, so moving on to Doom versus Resident Evil One. Yeah, I know. I I got I got this one already. Yeah. You want to tell him, or should I? Let's let Blaine tell him. Okay. Oh my God, he voted for Doom. <laughs> fuck, uh, fuck you, man. <laughs> you 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 uh you told them wrong. Uh, right. So I hate to keep using this word, but. It just makes sense. Doom, incredibly iconic, right? But Resident Evil, incredibly iconic in a better game. So I'm sure there. I'm sure there's a large amount of people that are like, "No, Doom is it." And Doom is kind of that. Um, it's like a meme at this point. It's like, can it play Doom? Can it run Doom? You know, right? Can your Samsung fridge play Doom? Um, but you know, Resident Evil. It's one of my favorite franchises for many reasons, and this one just kicked it off in such an intriguing way that not to mention two got knocked off last time, so I have to I have to bring Resident Evil one forward. Yeah, Resident Evil for me. And uh not that, you know, Doom isn't a bad game. Let me not say that, because I mean it's it, it's definitely like a product of time and it's definitely one of the first, if not the first, like shooter that ever exists like first person shooter right yeah uh and i mean for that it's 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 fantastic but i mean resident evil is is something else entirely and maybe uh ingenious in game design right it's bigger than pokemon no i'm just kidding but it's certainly a giant household name that's for sure oh yeah just like mila yogovich I'm right. Wait, and what? My... <laughs> um, all right, so Resident Evil moves forward. And now we're moving on to Sonic the Hedgehog 3 slash Sonic and Knuckles versus Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Sonic the Hedgehog 3, Sonic and Knuckles. I love it, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that Sonic the Hedgehog 3 and Sonic and Knuckles is probably the best Sonic, in my opinion. Aside, I really like Adventure Battle 2, but this is probably what I would call like the best Sonic game. Uh, yeah, again, kind of like, well, the, the, I wouldn't say they're almost like different, but uh, it, it was definitely like the biggest, right? Um, yeah. It's what most people played. It kind of had, you know, uh, it perfected what was what what came before it, right? Um, yeah. And it's probably one of the reasons why Sonic is still around, is because it was just that good of gaming. It was it was huge. It had a and lot it expanded the roster in like that way of. Oh yeah, I don't know. It just it made it more of a. I mean, this is this is like Super Mario World to me of of like the Sonic franchise. Yeah, where but, but basically that's exactly what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not even ba- like it is because you know there's definitely been really great games after it right um, but that's the level of quality and the level design and you know all of the tricks that you have at your disposal in that game i feel like it's how they based you know like sonic mania and and yeah and games definitely. that have come in more recent times absolutely um though I mean, you're right. Star Wars Rogue Squadron was a super cool game. It had a lot of things going for it. But, you know, I'm going to, I mean, I'm going to get to Sonic the Hedgehog here any day of the week. 
And Blaine agrees. Rogue Squadron, he will be missed. Sonic 3 advances. Now we're moving on to Pokemon Stadium versus Spyro the Dragon. So, I, like, I, this is another one of those instances where I really wish I would have played Spyro the Dragon before coming into this, just to kind of, like... Refresh. Yeah, refresh and everything that was Spyro. Like, I always remember liking it. Did I play it religiously? No. Um, and then, But that was the PlayStation 1 game, you know? Right. Like, that was... When I think back to actually playing, you know, like, pre-DualShock, <laughs> like, that was the... That was a PlayStation 1 game that just kind of showed what that system could do. Yeah, you're right. Um, but no, yeah. I didn't play it as much as, you know, Sonic or Mario or, or And even, I feel um, like it, it could have easily had been one of those. It just was never, like, they they went, like, with with Crash Bandicoot, right? I don't know. I, I think in a lot of ways, Spyro kind of... I think if you look at the catalog of games, I think Spyro has more... Um, and like I said, it did have that run on the PlayStation 2. Right. Which I guess doesn't get as much spotlight nowadays because, you know, they did the Reignited Trilogy and that was all the PlayStation 1 titles. Yeah. Um, but I would say they, they both had their fair shake. I mean, Cra- I think Crash Bandicoot had more variety like Mario did with Crash Team Racing and, you know, things like right. that. Right, the, the spinoffs. Yeah. Um, but I, I still say like I don't think Crash is a very good game, and I think Spyro is yeah. a good game. Um, but that's not what's going up. What's going uh, up against yeah. it is Pokemon Stadium, and it's weird because I don't know. It's almost like Pokemon Stadium is. It's. I mean, it's not a. What am I trying to say? I mean, it's a spinoff for one, right? Like it is, and it's not. It's not really a com- complete game. Like, so, I mean, it's yeah. a party game. There was, like, little mini games associated with it. Um, and There's no story. No. In fact, they tried to add story, I think, in one of them. But uh, it was Coliseum, you, you, I believe. You import your Pokemon, right? Awesome. Uh, and then you, you just fight with them in the 3D space. So for us at the time, a, like a fully realized 3D space, uh, and for us at the time, that was like the coolest thing ever. But it was kind of like a tool, right? Yeah, that's what it always felt like, right? It was just something, I guess, something else, something to enhance our our experience, which now would be completely irrelevant uh, in like every way. But back then, that's true. Yeah, yeah it was like epic. Almost. Well, it kind of had a theme park vibe to it. It's like over. You remember, like the the almost like the town map that you'd open up to. And it's that like, I can't remember at all. But go it on. was that's the menu. Basically, you start that game up, and you're you're in like an overworld, and it's like over here is the Coliseum battles. Over here is the giant Game Boy where you can plug in yeah, your Game Boy. Okay, now I'm now I'm kind of yeah, yeah. remembering the mini game section so it had like this theme park thing going on that i thought was pretty cool um and it did feel like a tool but there's a lot of mileage you can get out of that for it being not a straightforward you know video game man there is a lot of like random games kind of popping through my head that i'm like oh my god that's right this existed (laughs) 
And it it has nothing to do with this conversation, I want you to know, but... That's fine. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh... What's, what's uh, one uh, that was on top of your head? Custom Robo for the GameCube. Custom Robo. My god, play that game whenever you get it on an emulator. Like, t- trust me, just play it. Oh my god, okay, yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that... No, that game... Is actually it was like an arena, really thing, awesome. Right? Yeah, but it, yeah, and it's probably why it popped into my head. But there's totally a giant plot twist to the whole thing. That's like a giant mind fuck, right? So play it. They're people. Yes. Oh my god, <laughs> they're eating people. <laughs> I do remember this. Okay, I just saw a shot of like the character running around the, the I don't know the lab or something. And yeah, oh my god! No, it's I, it's. I absolutely forgot this game existed. I'm gonna have to look put it on up. your list. Yeah, trust me. I'm, I mean, it's a GameCube ROM that I have not downloaded yet, so it's gonna be downloaded. Yeah, it uh, it, super good. I mean, it came at a time where maybe I was most ex- uh, like obsessed with uh, robots, but uh, I mean, who isn't right? Robots are cool. Who like, isn't? You know, like Gundams and whatnot. <laughs> but Pokemon Stadium, Spiral the Dragon. I, I looking at this now. I'm like, how did that even? How did these games even get through to the second round on our list? Right? Because I don't even know. Well, Pokemon Stadium was was huge at the time, and Spiral the Dragon's definitely cool. Uh, I'm still gonna give it to Spyro here. Just because, I mean, like we were saying, like Pokemon Stadium was like a tool, you know, it enhanced the experience, but, it, you know, it didn't bring anything really to the table that was, you know, any, it wasn't a new Pokemon game, right? True. New mainstay game, where Spyro is. It's a solid Spyro. 3D yeah. platformer. Yeah, yeah, right. Like it's, 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 it's maybe not the best, but it's certainly not the worst. That being said, Pokemon Stadium was still a way bigger part of my, I guess, just library back then. So right. I'm going to have to vote for Pokemon Stadium. Yeah, you know, and I'm fine with that. I'm fine with the, either one of these games kind of going through here. Uh, but it's almost like I don't even want to choose between either one, you know? Yeah. I mean, the thing that they're going to be going against is going to beat them. Probably. For me. Let's see. Uh, oh, and Blaine voted for Spyro, so Spyro takes it. Spyro it is. Pokemon Stadium is done. All right, moving on. Um, Final Fantasy Tactics versus Tetris. Final Fantasy Tactics is all, honestly one of those games that, in my opinion, had no business being as good as it was. Yeah. Um, it it basically was like the there's so many tactics X games that try to be Final Fantasy Tactics, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, I'm yet to play a single one that really compares to me. You know, yeah, I, I didn't play the Triangle Strategy one because Octopath kind of left such a sour taste in my mouth that I just didn't trust it. Yeah, I feel like, you know, there any of these uh 
Square Enix side titles are always going to be like stylized the way that I want. Um, but they're not going to have one of the most important aspects. And that's that's like a good story and a good good like world building. In fact, there seems to be uh, like the laziest writing and no world building at all. Um, and you know, and you even take the series like Fire Emblem, and yes, I can enjoy a story in Fire Emblem, but I don't know that anything has ever really impacted me that deeply. And I know there are people yeah. out there that feel very much the opposite. <clears throat> Fire Emblem is just kind of you know everything. And I do think Three Houses actually has a good story, but um, nothing like this. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, and like, and Taxes didn't even necessarily have anything too complicated. Well, uh, I don't know. It's been no, a while. It worked. It was solid. It was followable, yeah. and it, you know, he even had like a like a time lapse thing, and you know, I mean, it opened up super awesome. Like it opened up in like present time, and you're kind of seeing, you know. Uh, a lot of, lot of BS happened that you know you're gonna figure out about like later on, um, and at the time that was actually you know like like I would I would, I mean I would dare to say like new, um, in in terms of writing like video game writing goes, uh, yeah yeah so it kind of like jumps through time in a very organic and definitely cool way, and then yeah we have Tetris. Tetris is cool, right? Yeah, Tetris is cool. But is it but is it Final Fantasy Tactics? Actually, no. yet no. <laughs> it's got squares. Yeah, I mean, right? We're talking about grids and squares. I mean, that's that's the thing. You name 16 things that are different. Oh wait. But does it have all the classes that are, you know, iconic and the Final Fantasy series? You know, every block in Tetris. And brings them into... <laughs> every block in Tetris has a name. I don't know them. Do they really? Is it square and line and L? No. They're, de- they're, they're weird. I don't know. Tetris block names. Well, every character in Final Fantasy Tactics has a name. Just saying. Okay, well, it's definitely not Orange Ricky, Blue Ricky, Rhode Island Z, and Cleveland Z, and Smash Boy. No, but I think that's what I'm going to call them from now on. I don't know which are which. That is like one of the first results on Google. Oh my god, I think it's the cast of Tetris? What? Okay, so those are actual names. I'm done. Yeah, I think it's just I-block, J-block, L-block, O-block. I don't know. They're just block names. Um, Yeah, Tetris is cool. (laughs) Right. But try as I might, I will never be good at it, and... It just winds up making me feel stupid. So I resent it more than anything. Um, so I'm going Final Fantasy Tactics. <laughs> there we go. Blaine picked Tetris. Right. Well, he's never really been a big RPG guy, has he? No. You know, I, I would get that. I mean, Tetris is one of the games, right? Yeah, I know. It, it is. Everybody knows what Tetris is. Everybody's played Tetris. It's definitely big. It just means nothing to me, right? like a moving crossword puzzle. I moved on to bigger and better things early on like Final Fantasy Tactics. There you go. Alrighty. So that's moving on and now we have Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time versus Super Mario Kart. 
and Ocarina of Time advances. Yeah, Ocarina of Time, you know. <laughs> That's not even the Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, like, so we could sit here and talk about this, if that was, you know, Super Mario Kart 64. Or maybe, you know, there's some it better one be later down Yeah, I know. It's still, like, not a contest. Like, And also, we talked about Zelda for a good half hour. <laughs> I think right. that I think that shows, which it makes me it makes me a little worried. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, and I just want to throw this out there. You 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 voted off Final Fantasy seven. So why would you even bring that up? <laughs> you know, because you want to like talk about how I'm like the backstabber here. But yeah, we, we have chocobos tattooed on our legs. I'm the one listing off the games first, therefore I get the opportunity to cut you down. Doesn't mean you can do it back to me. It's like the one opportunity in life where I've had the where I can and I will. So until uh, you know, I, I I hate you for it, but I respect you. <laughs> Hateful respect, peppered with hate. All right, so Zelda advances. And now we have Legend of the Dragoon versus Castlevania Symphony of the Night. This uh, is scary. Right? This is like another one that's just like, oh. It's starting to make my brain hurt. Um, You know what's even scarier? What? We, we have to come to an agreement on this because we are out of answers from Blaine. So, uh, again, we talked about it. Castlevania Symphony of the Night. It is definitely like the castlevania like if you're gonna play a castlevania you should probably get your hands on this one and play it um because it it brought in like all the things that people really liked about the series and just you know adds a lot of cool like upgrades and powers and all that good stuff um and legend of the dragoon definitely a cult classic right either played it or you know probably by now because all the people that played it like myself won't shut up about it um yeah but you know beforehand you probably like what the hell is legend of the dragoon oh that that game that i saw sitting in the case at walmart for like that that's actually a real thing it was literally in at walmart far after they stopped selling playstation one games i don't really get that that's how you found it no, I mean I had it before. Oh. <laughs> okay. I kind of wish now I just would have bought like eight copies for no reason. But I mean, I, honestly, I, I, yeah, at least to the Walmart, and you know, that's a fine now by me. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> this is rough because I'm. I'll tell you right now, like I'm a bigger Symphony of the Night fan than I am a Legend of the Dragoon fan. Oh, like, of course, that's you, where I'm yeah. leaning. Well, I mean, and I get that right because you've never even really played Legend of the Dragoon. Um. And I, I don't, you know, I haven't played it in at least, at least like 10 years, like, mm -hmm. but I played it just as much, maybe not just as much, but I, I played it with the same sort of enthusiasm that I've played, you know, fun, some of the Final Fantasies of old, right? Yeah. And it was definitely like one of those games that like I started as a kid and, you know, I didn't beat for the longest time, but, you know, eventually I got back to it. It's like, I had to beat this and I had to play this through. And it has like a lot of just really cool uh, sort of features that, again, I feel like why didn't that never move into other titles? Um, other like just RPGs could have definitely taken influence from this game. 
I mean, they may have, but I, I don't think anything has really captured the essence of Legend of the Dragon. No, it um, really hasn't. Just, uh, I don't know. I think the only thing that ever really held it back was maybe like marketing. And then in certain aspects, it probably tried to do too much and really stretch like the limitations of the PlayStation 1 at the time. Uh, in certain it was on four areas. discs, which yeah. a, lot of play, a lot of PlayStation games were on multiple discs. But I think... Yeah, it was for a not Final Fantasy title. It was it was a big game. It was, it was. But you know, also it's like I feel like a lot of that was probably like animations and cutscenes and things like unnecessary uh, voice lines during like your combo attacks and stuff like that. That that was all very cool. But obviously, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they cut back things like an overworld because they had all this stuff packed into this game that was already you know for disc law right? yeah yeah definitely. Uh, and then made it maybe made it a little like um it, it was definitely ambitious and so it 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 i wouldn't say it was the smoothest running or the smoothest looking game for sure even though it tried to be right yeah it tried to have like those fully realized models and then wind up being like a you know like final Fantasy VIII situation where you have like well, these characters don't have block hands and pointy bits, but uh, they kind of look really, really rough. It's very pixelated and very just washed out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and everything comes at you in this like pixelated salad. It's just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, you take something like Final Fantasy VII and it's clean, even though it looks, it looks very dated. It still looks clean. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that's just because, I don't know, it didn't really try to, it did what it could, and then it, it, it focused on, it focused on being presentable in the right areas, I think. Yeah. Which one of these are you leaning toward? I mean, still for me, it's like Legend of the Dragoon. So yeah. I appreciate Symphony of the Night for what it is. I know that's kind of something that I've said a lot here, but I know it's definitely like a really good game. Um, and basically put Castlevania on the map. Uh, but Legend of the Dragoon is just so important for to me. And yeah, it's a really good, definitely just right up there on the shelf with every other important RPG, you know. It's right, it's right there with seven and nine and tactics and whatever else you can think of that I can't think of right now. I'll go ahead and concede because, you know, I love Castlevania Symphony of the Night, but it's not like a hill I'm going to die on. And right. this is going up against Ocarina of Time. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, oh, shit. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I feel like I feel like I have some games on this list that I feel pretty strongly about. Like Tony Hawk One probably is 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 one of them. Right. Um, yeah, I'll help push that along. Well, hey, seriously, if you ever get the chance, play it. Trust me, I'm going to. And it's kind of cool to see <laughs> the next uh, matchup is Legend and Legend. <laughs> right. It actually is cool. I like it. All right, well, with that, we have concluded round three. Um, and 
I think we can finish this out. We don't have too much left, so let's move on to round four. Um, first match of round four, or wait, sorry. Okay, I'm. How are we gonna agree on this? I mix all that up. Hold on. So well, let me start over. Like, okay, with that we've concluded round two, um, and we're moving on to round three. So. With the first matchup, we have Pokemon Silver and Gold versus Super Metroid. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say up front. I love Super Metroid, but I think Pokemon Silver is still one of my favorites. That's an all-timer for me. Well, I know. That's why I said, like, how are we going to agree on this? Um, Because it's like, it's not for me. Yeah, I know. That's like all it comes down to. I'm not saying it's a bad game, right? Uh, I, I, I absolutely get where you're coming from, you know, when it comes to Pokemon Silver and Gold. But it's Super Metroid, right? Uh, I that, know, and that I, could potentially be a game that like, like wins this, in my opinion. Um, it was just going up against Red and Blue because I'd go for Super Metroid over Red and Blue. <laughs> but as far as Silver and Gold, like I don't know that. Yeah, I know it's 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 like it's it's big for you. you that's know? the Pokemon game for me. And again, it's that Pokemon game that I still, I still will, you know, load up. All right. Call Blaine. <laughs> you know what, though? I mean, we know what he's going to pick, though, right? Let, let me add. Uh, okay. However, when I go play Pokemon Silver and Gold, I'm not playing the original. I'm playing the remake. Ten times out of ten. I'm loading up Soul Silver. And that's not what's on this list. No. No, it's not. So I think I'm gonna have to concede that one. Okay. Yeah, I it's just I mean we'll see about this, you know. And in in the uh second I guess the second to last round, right? How I really feel about this. Um <clears throat> but Super Metroid is a very good game it's also like a very huge game right like it's it's every uh, most people have played super metroid and Um, i don't think it's a game that requires a remake while most people have played pokemon i don't even know no it doesn't right like it doesn't at all i mean i can tell you most people i mean i skipped kind of silver and gold you know i never really played it too too much yeah but I heard about Super Metroid. I had to play it, played it, loved it, played it again. I've beaten the game like three or four times for sure. I mean, I'll still go play it right now and definitely enjoy it because it doesn't even feel dated. Well, it's just one of those games when you think about it, it 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 shows such a level of polish on such an early system. And the same with things like Link to the Past and Super Mario World. It's like those three games on Super Nintendo 
just that's where that standard comes from. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah. I guess showed the world what the standard is, right? Yeah. I mean, when you make a, I don't know, just all the retro titles that we're, we're playing nowadays, like th- that's where they're coming from. Those, yeah. those games. I would no, they, you're so. right. Yeah. All well, right. Well, Super yeah. Metroid's going to advance. Oh boy. Which brings us to Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow versus Sonic Adventure. This is just like, again, another one of those things that I don't even want to decide on. Right. All right, but think about it this way. And and you are the one, I, I will say, you're the one that has been pushing the, like, Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, like, that kicked off this entire mega right. genre of po- of the Pokemon games. You know, yeah, it did. Give yeah. or take whether they're bad or good, it still kicked off an amazing thing. Right. Sonic Adventure was a really good leap into 3D, albeit, like, a, a rough one on the Dreamcast, and that's what we're talking about here. We're not talking about like the the DX right. GameCube yeah, no. version, I mean, and it's still like rough there, right? It's a rough game. It's a rough game, and it's it's silly. It the dialogue in that game is just oh, it's it's it sounds like a computer smoked crack. I don't know. It's it's modern Sega at its finest. Like they don't know what's actually a good dialogue. They don't I don't know. think they know what people sound like. I, I don't. I, if it's so beyond me why they decide like 80% of the things they do, why they decide to do them. And that, that goes down from game design to dialogue to any of it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but was definitely huge for me. For sure. One the, probably one of the reasons why I love Dreamcast definitely just reinvigorated you know my love for sonic uh and was everything that i wanted yeah for sonic in a 3d space like i had no complaints at the time still don't think i have any complaints i you know i would have to maybe play it again to just see how busted it is but you're absolutely right pokemon red blue and yellow started the pokemon franchise and we were talking about something that is still giant right it's absolutely going nowhere I mean, kids still love this stuff just as much as we loved it when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. And that that's nuts, right? Like, that yeah. is crazy. And I would say Sonic's there, too. He, you know, pretty much. Uh, but almost in the same... I mean, I, I guess less so, right? Because you, you're certainly not a, a Sega kid or a... Uh, or, you know, a, a, a Nintendo kid. Right, think, you're, you're a Nintendo Sonic, kid who probably thinks Sonic is cool. I think Sonic largely runs off nostalgia, right? To this day, um, yeah. And I mean, and you look at let's look at let's break it down to the concepts of Pokemon, where yes, you're taking on you're taking basically a, a JRPG, but picture like a Final Fantasy where you're building your party as you go along and you're changing their skills and it's simple but it's so complex in the way that you can do whatever you want like that you can take you know you go and find whatever pokemon you want in the wild and you catch it you train it and that you basically make that game yourself you're designing that game you're designing what your party is and what your tools are to reach the end and that there's no wonder that took off because it's yeah. just 
it's a good formula. It is. It is. It is a really good formula. And like I said, I don't know if they were maybe like the first people to ever do something like that, you know, but they 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 definitely define what that genre is. I mean, they were um, definitely taking they were following up the NES JRPG era. But yeah, as far as like taking on that monster catching. Yeah. yeah but, you know, and then I, yeah, I think it, so. it adapting that NES era RPGs into something new. And then like, I just, I don't know if they were ever thinking about this like in the future, but that is, you don't have one or two, uh, iconic characters to sell you know you don't have a a mario or you know a spyro the dragon or you know some weird beer thing in a bird you you have countless amounts of franchisable uh characters right yeah um and everybody has like their favorites it just has grown into this giant massive franchise and it was a and that's it was not, a fantasy too like it was right. It was such a pure, almost the purest form of fantasy. It's like, I'm, you feel like that kid that's leaving home and going yeah. out on this adventure. I, I never felt like I was one of the Final Fantasy characters. But when you take on that Pokemon avatar, you really do kind of put yourself into that character, that person. You're like, this is my journey. I'm going out and I'm doing this. And this is my Pokemon team. And it's extremely it. immersive in that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and very good, very good game design for that. Absolutely. Very good game design to market it towards like, you know, all kids of different ages at the time. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just an inspired thing that I, right. I think it's, I think that series is well in need of a a break from tradition and hopefully this next one is but when you're talking about the first one i mean that's lightning in a bottle and i don't know i just i think that i think that wins this personally well yeah i mean i would say you convinced me right um sonic adventure is is, is it, it like it it definitely holds a special place in my heart and always will but uh me too you know i mean so did pokemon red and blue for me that was definitely everything to me when we were like uh, however old we were um, yeah i mean i can't see those cartridges just without just like thinking of summer camp <laughs> yeah i know I, i'm thinking about it right now right <laughs> Um, All right. Well, um, are we cool with sending Pokemon through? I think I through? still want to be the very best. I, I think I do. I, I've come to terms with the fact that I never will be, but. Well, if that isn't getting old, I don't know what is. You heard it here, folks. Well, you either come to terms or you're basically, I don't know, like a drug addict. Sad forever. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> <sighs> Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow. I, I don't know why we put yellow in there, but yellow was an awesome little spinoff. I just threw it in because I figured uh, yellow know, was cool. Actually, I love yellow. Loved was yellow. awesome. It's it was kind of like the idea. It's like, oh, well, hey, everybody really loves this Pikachu character that's following Ash from that TV show that spun off from our name. Maybe we can Let's make some more money. Yeah, and they <laughs> did. Let's sell the same game. Yeah, but you get a super powerful Pikachu. I think there's some other 
bad, you know, big MF or in town Pokemon that they throw along with that. Yeah. Tail. All right. So. Ha 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 ha. Payback. Shut up. <laughs> the next round is Super Mario World versus Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Oh boy. Yeah, I I'm absolutely torn on this one because like I know Super Mario World is still seen as one of like the best side-scrolling platformers of all time. But man, Pro Skater is just all right. Let's think about this. We're not talking about the remakes, right? We're talking about no, we're talking about the original one error. And again, I'm yeah, I mean that's I think that's gonna kill it for me. Right. Uh, Super Mario can... World, just like any like old Nintendo game, we could say it was way too polished, right? <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's simple. Uh, what can you? What What would be the complaints about that game? There, you know. I mean, you can't. Like, it's like we said before; they perfected the formula. I mean, there's some people that will enjoy Super Mario Brothers three over World, but right, you know, I, I think that's just more of you know what levels did you enjoy more? And I think Super Mario World is, as far as side-scrolling Mario, the best. Um, and Tony Hawk Pro Skater is the entry of that series, and it started something great, but it right. is, it's a rough game. And it it it, it was also kind of, uh, I mean, not even kind of, it was definitely genre-defining. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there was no, uh, there was no skate, of course. There was no, like, all the various different things that spawned off of that, like all the BMX games, and no, but you could ride a snowboard in Gex sixty four or Gex three. Yeah, you could. I remember liking that level, right? There was no SSX tricky though. My God, no, 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 no that was a good game. No, and you know, like this is Super Mario World. This is like a peak sort of it's had an entire generation to build up to this game while right. pro skater has just kind of started um here so yeah i mean yeah i don't know who decided that was going to be a good idea but uh man i hope that guy's rich somewhere i heard he just had a really bad leg injury did he really oh yeah he's he, his leg is real messed up right now like he, i think he's still on the mend but yeah, he was doing, I think he was doing a 900. And it's like, dude, you're in your 50s. Yeah, yeah you're doing 900s. <laughs> man. Come on. I can barely do a 900 in the fucking video game. Right? That's crazy. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, well, it's, no wonder he fucked up his leg, right? But Oh, but, yeah, it was bad. God bless his heart for giving us, uh, I don't know, a lot. Right, like he a lot. Still wants those games. He, he was one of the main people that was outspoken about the whole Blizzard thing, where he was just like, "Yeah, no, they were gonna make it. I don't know what happened." <laughs> I don't know. I think he's just a cool guy. <laughs> oh, he's such a cool guy. I follow him on Twitter, and he's just—he's hilarious. He's really? so yeah, he's so down to earth, and just he'll, he'll just tweet little stories about people saying shit like, "Oh, you look like that Tony Hawk guy." It's like, Ooh. yeah, I've heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> That's like putting skateboards in the overhead bins of planes and be like, what do we got? Tony Hawk on the plane? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? This is if you made that. <laughs> right. I was like, I don't know. I'd be like, oh my God. It's, it's just humble Hawk. about it. Yeah. 
Needless to say, I think you're right. Super Mario World has got to take this one. Ah, but now I'm just thinking, like, how big of a how big of a name is Tony Hawk? Especially when we were growing up, right? And he he kind of helped make like skateboarding instead of this underground thing, just this really blew it up big, yeah. yeah, event where like all of a sudden like X Games was huge to us, yeah, yeah, all this stuff. But because well, uh, you don't you don't see Tony Hawk and think of like hardcore music and drugs and spray painting right you see like a a dude just like a guy and then eventually yeah. a dad yeah <laughs> and he, he still kind of like holds that i i think skateboarding's probably gone back kind of to that whole underground thing you know but yeah he uh he he was definitely one of those maybe it's because his name kind of overshadowed everybody but yeah he he's been one of the few figures that was like a role model right well yeah i mean yeah like working with kids and setting up like foundations and all this stuff like he does good shit with his you know his notoriety he is just like a guy instead of just you know some weird sort of like i don't know grungy whatever you would call a skater someone that looks like they taste like jack link's beef jerky like yeah yeah Absolutely, especially if they're from California. Man, if if we didn't have a podcast title, though. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's face it. They're all from California. Next. California. All right, Super Mario World is going to advance. And next we have Metal Gear Solid versus GoldenEye 007. And Metal Gear Solid is going to pass. Yeah, I mean... Uh, like, I'm sorry. GoldenEye was... Uh, like awesome i mean we already talked like the music was great it is a game that had no business being that good right it's just Uh, cool it's just it's just it's just good shit right but it's no metal gear solid and it's not the transformative video game that was metal gear solid that was this tactical espionage action yeah and just something else entirely so metal gear solid again maybe i just like robots Robots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, next, we have Super Mario RPG versus Chrono Trigger. <laughs> it just keeps getting worse. <laughs> I didn't even realize that, that this is what's going to happen. I didn't either. We have two things that can easily go up against each other, right? We have two yes oh, error rpgs uh super mario right both both square enix titles that are not final fantasy right um one you know could have just coasted off of its 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 name and its characters alone right in the mario franchise and that maybe that's kind of what it was trying to do but Actually, I don't even think so, because it's just a really good RPG, and it's more like somebody at Square Enix was like, hey, you know, I really want to make a Mario RPG. Let me do it, guys. It was the peanut butter and jelly of Square Enix. Yeah. Before Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, right? And then there's Chrono Trigger. I hear um, next year Square Enix is teaming up with the Real Housewives of Atlanta for like the most ambitious mashup. You know what? And I'll play it, right? Because anything they've done so far hasn't really let me down. Except for Kingdom Hearts 3. I love Kingdom Hearts 3. You're crazy. But anyway, fuck. 
<laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, don't, I honestly don't know what to vote for here. I remember being wowed by Super Mario RPG, maybe more than, than Chrono Trigger. Uh, Chrono Trigger, though, is in like very weird space, right? I didn't, I didn't play either of these back in the day, obviously. Uh, I definitely didn't know Super Mario RPG existed. Saw it. I was like, man, I have to have this. What the hell? They made a Mario RPG. I thought and, it was fake. Right, but it isn't. Um, and it wind up just being such a enjoyable experience. And then Chrono Trigger is just like it. Well, a it's good again. It's good RPG. It's like it's got good fighting elements. Uh, story wise, right? And world building, it's it's crazy. You're going back and forth between time, the different no, yeah, different sort of things, and uh, finding out like this mystery of this being that basically is going to completely destroy the world right and then i don't know for some reason you're like we gotta stop this even though it's gonna happen you know a couple thousand years from now right but it works and yeah and i think with story i think it it takes it yeah it well and then you know i would say even like mechanic wise right it probably takes it because super mario rpg is like solid but i don't know if it's just like so crazy to me just because it is like a mario game and a good rpg yeah and it's so unexpected that you know like when i was playing it it wasn't like oh this just this is kind of like bare bones or this sucks it's like no i enjoyed it from start to finish all the way uh chrono trigger you know it's every time i try to play this game even though i just started playing it again recently you know hopefully i can beat it every time i try to play it Something happens, I lose my file or the game or, you know, my entire DS with my DS version of the game gets stolen. It's it's your white whale. Yeah, yeah, it kind of is, right? Uh, so maybe there's a little bit of like, there's like a mental block, like a little bit of negativity associated with it where there isn't in Super Mario RPG. But I still interesting. Like I gotta give it to Super Mario RPG is like, a, like almost a niche sort of thing. It yeah, or at least it should have been, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, but it wind up not being. But I still feel like I would get, you know, I would give it to Chrono Trigger either. I was thinking Chrono Trigger myself. Just that, yeah. I I love Mario and I love RPGs, and this is awesome. But I don't know if this is my favorite Mario, and it's definitely not my favorite RPG. No, but Chrono Trigger. <laughs> Might be one of the best RPGs. Yeah, and no, definitely, you know, depending on who you ask, right? Like it is. Yeah, so I think I'm gonna go with that too. I, I honestly wasn't sure where you were going for a second. I was like, I'm thinking Chrono Trigger, but it sounds like Matt might pick Mario. I have no well, idea. I had to like, I I felt like I had to give, you know, it's it's Super Mario RPG due diligence there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, any of our listeners, if you haven't played the game before, I'd suggest both of them, right? But I suggest you check it out because it's wild. Yeah. And, and like, this is a, a matchup that out of there's a lot on here that we're like, yeah, nope, send it through. No contest. This is a contest. This is hard. Yeah, that, that was hard for sure. And that's crazy, right? Like, that shouldn't that shouldn't be hard at all. Oof. 
Oof. We got Resident Evil 1 versus Sonic the Hedgehog 3. You know, I'm going to say I my f- preferred Resident Evil already got knocked out. And I, I like this one and I appreciate it for what it is. But very similar to Tony Hawk and Super Mario World. I think that's exactly what's going on here. I think there's a game here that's that kicked off a genre and it did it really well. But the polish is not there and it's a it's a rough experience to return to while this other game is kind of like a veteran in that series and just has like as it has it figured out it's kind of crazy how similar this is to the mario and and um tony hawk one no you're right uh i don't know if i don't know you know i i it's like resident evil one even through you know the when they remade it um i don't i don't know how many exactly read but when when they redid it right and updated the graphics and everything and and even brought in things like the self-defense weapons and stuff it's still a a rough game yeah because it was intentionally trying to be hard to play right where it couldn't be terrifying as terrifying as it wanted to be in its visuals it was terrifying by kind of shooting you in the leg and leaving you a little limp yeah and and that's the terrifying part of that game so yeah you're right it does add to the atmosphere of it but at the same time but yeah it seems like is that is that a good thing it was it was a unique thing it was 100 percent genre defining right um, I don't it, think that explains away all of its roughness, though. Yeah, I think there's a lot of roughness there that's that's not as excusable. Well, and again, it might have, it it maybe it's like a I don't know Legend of the Dragoon sort of situation where certain things just it tried to do too much in one area and had to suffer in some other areas. Kind of wish it didn't. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I mean, it was it was a little rough, right? Like, it was a very rough game. And it's also a very grueling game, and it was trying to be, like, too grueling, you know? It was trying to be very hard. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, back to it. Sonic the Hedgehog 3 was just perfect. Yeah, I'm pretty comfortable like, going with that. Yeah, it's like the perfect Sonic game. So... I mean, for me, it's it's kind of the same thing. Like, I love I I love Resident Evil. I think it 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 deserved to make it this far. But oh, for sure. I you know, it's not. Yeah, we we do have to look at at that. It's like how many of these great games made it to room three? Right. You know, that's that's good enough for Tony Hawk making it. Tony Hawk and GoldenEye and Resident Evil. I'm not saying that those are all of equal value but them making it to round three is telling you know it actually makes sense for them to have made it this far you know without a doubt yeah absolutely now this next one i, I could tell you one of them you know for me is the one that wins yeah but we got spyro the dragon versus final fantasy tactics and yeah i mean i already voted against spyro the dragon so i can tell you i'll go with tactics Right. I mean, maybe you're right. Stadium should have gone on, but we're, 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 I, I don't know. 
I still would have voted for tactics if stadium had gone on. Yeah. So Final Fantasy Tactics, right? It uh I would say it's gonna go all the way, but it kinda has to face something very, very tough next. And oh, it's about one, it's about to get fucky. It, it it is about to get really fucky. Like I don't even know. So here's the thing. If Final Fantasy Seven didn't beat Ocarina of Time, it'd be going up. How is Legend of the Dragoon gonna beat it? Which is exactly what's up next, right? It it can't. I, I don't. Yeah. I just don't yeah, think it can. I, I don't, but you know, I don't know. Soccer, it's it. it, it ah, it's definitely, it definitely wins. But I don't look, know. you got Legend of the Dragon on just pure heart alone, all the way to round three. Let's look at it that I way. And I want to, I want to, like you know, I can't, like I can't, I can't pass it. <laughs> against Ocarina of Time for that, but I wish I could have kept it going, you know? Yeah, yeah. And but hey, I, you know, we'll see what happens when it goes against Final Fantasy Tactics. <sighs> you just keep making me think about 7 and how it didn't even make it to round 2 and I just, I hate myself and everything. Well, it should have never gone against Ocarina of Time in the first round, but then, hey, those two would 100% be going against each other in the final round. And that's just not fair to the rest of the games out there. I know you're right. We had to get we we had to even the playing field and knock one of those out early. Those games and have feelings too. <laughs> All right, that concludes round three, uh, and we are really almost here. We have um, in Same. round four we got four matchups. Uh, and that first one is going to be Super Metroid versus Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow. All right, are we going to? Do this last bracket and then maybe announce the winner, you know, in the next one, or are we gonna wait till next episode and just do all of these? All of these. I don't know if we'll have a full episode off of these last ones, but uh, looking at them, I think there's gonna be some conversations to be had. Yeah, I don't want to decide just like you know, like blast through them. One, yeah, or something like that, right? Like it needs to be discussed. Yeah, and you're right. Like discussed it to death, but it, I... no, but we can get through this, and then you know maybe next time we'll we'll wrap this up. We'll get through round four, go into round five, and de- and declare a winner. Um, and then you know maybe we'll we'll fill out the rest of the episode with some fun questions. Yeah, you know, no, I mean, you know, we can always fill in with like our typical sort of formula and stuff like that. Maybe we could talk about what we're playing. Exactly. What are you playing? Ah, we haven't done that in so long. <laughs> I know, even though we started off this episode doing that, but that's because I wanted to do that so bad. There, there's just, there's a lot. Yeah. I don't know. It's like we missed so much doing it. And this, this, this bracket has been great. I think people have been really receptive to it. But yeah, it will be nice to get back to a little, um, yeah. little more current stuff. Um, I get beat Metroid. To- I played through all of Metroid Dread. <laughs> Never even mentioned it. I know, right? Crazy. It was. I did the same thing too, though. Like that game has a lot of rough edges in in yeah, just a lot of rough edges, right? But it is. It was good, and once I picked it up, I played it till I beat it. Part of that was because I knew, was like, hey, if I put this down now, like, I'm never going yeah. to come back to this. 
Or if I put it down, I'm going to forget how to play it. Right. Oh, yeah. And then get my ass handed to me. But, you know, I beat it. And you beat it. Um, And that's got to say a lot about it, right? Right. So maybe we'll talk about Metroid Dread next time. Right after we talk about Super Metroid. And then we'll. (laughs) Yeah. If we can connect the dots. Point of we have some tangents. Oh, yeah. I know we're always like, okay, we'll make it through these rounds. Probably no issue. And then we're talking about robot games from the GameCube. (laughs) Hi, everyone. I'm Matt, and I have ADD. Hi, everyone. I'm Quinn. I also have ADD. (laughs) Matt and I used to be separated in school. I remember. They put me at the back of the class and you in the front. (laughs) Yeah, but anyway, so Zone of Enders. Uh, Great game, right? All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for today. Um, we are definitely going to be able to finish this bracket next next time. Uh, we're almost at the end here. Uh, quick updates. We are pretty much all set to launch our um, our streaming platforms. You know, we have our Twitch profile set up, YouTube channel. We're just kind of doing the foundation groundwork right now making sure we have all of our our stream overlays set up and everything and our channels are all linked together that's uh taken a lot more effort than i think we anticipated yeah so go uh check out those channels subscribe you know click the bells all that all that stuff and uh check out our patreon if you want to give any additional support follow us on twitter instagram i've been posting a lot of my uh game collection stuff on instagram send any questions to the nerding grounds at gmail.com we'd be happy to read your questions on uh the next episode if uh you send anything else and yeah that's it have a great week bye everyone <laughs>